Hey, good morning. Good morning? Morning? It is not morning. Good evening. There we go. Thank you for tuning in to my third episode of Dyslexia and My Experiences, a series where I basically talk about my experiences as a dyslexic person in their 20s. And this topic today is all about university. What did I do? Why did I go to university? What was it like? The tips and tricks. And just my overall kind of thoughts about what dyslexia was like in university for myself. So I'm just going to get straight into it. Let's try and avoid any more little dyslexic move, uh, moments like that at the beginning. But hey, we roll. It's a long day. So what did I actually do in university? So I studied sports therapy in university as growing up. My background is sports, love sports, I played sports, I watched sports, everything was sports and a very quick story as to why I actually did sports therapy was I was in college, I was playing netball and I really badly injured my knee, I had to go to the physio, it, I kid you not, it blew up like a balloon, it was solid, it was massive and the swelling, I kid you not, did not go down for five days and I was like, well I've really injured my knee. So then I went to the physio and I was really interested on what they were doing, how they went about assessing an injury, dealing with an injury. Then it just sparked that light, like, okay, realistically, I'm not gonna be a player, but what I can be is a physiotherapist or a sports therapist. So that's actually what led me into the journey of going to university to do sports therapy. But even when I was in college, I'm gonna be real with you, I did in the back of my head say, so you're not gonna go to university you're dyslexic, you're going to struggle, and what's the point of putting yourself in that, in that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What is the point of putting yourself in that position? There we go, position. And I would talk myself out of going to uni, and it actually wasn't until I got my grades, I was like, you know what, let me go. I really want to do it, let me just do it. So I did it, so even from the get-go, before I even stepped foot into university, I had some negative thoughts about, can a dyslexic person go to university? I knew they could, but back then I still wasn't exposed to what I'm exposed now. I see countless of dyslexic role models going to universities, getting master's degrees, writing books, but back then I didn't have that, so I was really like, mm, can I even go to uni? And when I did go to uni, there was only one other um, lad in my course that was dyslexic, and I didn't find that out until like <laughs> towards the end of uni, because we won two different spectrums when it comes to dyslexia. Um, so that's how I kind of decided I wanted to go to uni. I always knew it would have to be a very practical course and sports therapy literally was just that. It was such a practical course. I'm a kinetic learner, everything, kinetic or kinesthetic? I'm gonna say kinesthetic, I think that's the one. I'm a very hands-on learner, that's how I, that's how I learn. And sports therapy was just that. There was so much um, assessment work, there's so much practical work to it where it stuck in my head, the only things I really struggled with was the pronunciation of the words because everything is still pretty much got that Latin flair. I can just about handle English, let alone Latin. Um, as well as the assignments. Oh, So for anyone who hasn't been to uni yet or didn't decide to go, which is fine, university isn't always the way depending on what it is you want to do in life. But um, when you're going to uni and you do assignments, you have to get over 40% to pass. And I kid you not, when I did my very first assignment, I, w I put blood, sweat and tears into it, thinking that it was gonna come back with a solid 60%. I got like 42, 
and I was so like beat up about it I was like this is why I shouldn't come to uni I knew I shouldn't have come to uni and all that negative self-talk just kicked in I was like shoot university is not for me and literally all over my work was that spelled incorrectly that don't make no sense this is not academically written you're right in the way you speak and it was all the things I'd always heard growing up and I was like maybe I regret this decision so then that actually leads me on to kind of like what support is actually out there when you go to university and what support I actually got so after that because I was a little bit late I had a little bit of a dyslexic moment me and my mom love her to pieces we're both dyslexic so the whole student finance thing we got confused about it so I ended up getting mine pretty late but the silver lining of that is I learned about the disabled student allowance. I've got, got a few notes just to make sure I'm getting it correctly. And that actually came in very handy for me. So it's support to cover study related costs that, um, that you may have because of either mental health issue, a long term illness or disability, which neurodivergent people who have like ADHD, dyslexia, autism, all of that umbrella term, it does class as a disability. So I was entitled to that and that basically meant I got specialist equipment, I had a computer, a printer, they paid for my special coloured paper because your girl uses green paper and different software. But then I also got training on the software and it was actually really helpful. However, let me talk about the journey to even get to get in that finance and that support. So I had to actually get an assessment to prove I was dyslexic. Everyone knows out there that it's expensive to do that, but luckily this is something that the university and the DSA, so the Disabled Student Allowance, actually helps and provides. So you can actually get an assessment paid through the DSA, um, and that's exactly how I did it. So I went to my student, like my university finance sector, explained it, I had to fill out some paperwork, and then, to be honest, because it was so long ago, I can't really remember the time scale, but I didn't feel like it was that long of a way. And then I had, I even remember his name, his name was Paul, he was such a cool dude, he came in and he did the assessment with me, and he went through loads of different assessments, and I remember there was picture-based stuff, there was um, how many words I could write per minute, there was a memory test, there were so many different like little bits and pieces, but I had to go through all of that in order to even get the um, DSA allowance, because you have to prove you're dyslexic, but... Like I said, the best thing that came from that is I had finally got that gold standard, you are dyslexic. I got that assessment written up in paper and yeah, so that was all good. It was really interesting to see what tests they do and to actually find out a bit more about the mechanical side of dyslexia and looking at the tests that they do in order to test your dyslexia, if that makes sense. So. After going through that, um, like I said, I got my printer, I got a laptop, I got green coloured paper, which was amazing, the software. Oh, but I was also entitled to two hours tuition every Tuesday, which was actually very helpful. Uh, two hours drive, I'm not going to lie to you. But the woman I had, and again, I remember her name because she was amazing. Her name was Carol. And she sat down with me. Granted, she was not a sports therapy lecturer, or not lecturer, but she wasn't. Her background was English literature, not sports, but I thought that would be really helpful anyway because my downside is written. I, there was literally only one assignment where I got like 70% and I was so excited. It was rehab and it was because I was writing up a program and I was doing the program as I was writing it. So it just came together beautifully. But most of my written assignments just weren't it. Like they got better, 
but I'm just it just wasn't me it was not for me I wasn't great with the whole written side of uni and that's fine you're never going to be great at everything but like I said I shone through with my practicals which I'll get into in a bit but yeah my tuition was every Tuesday for two hours and you know what it really helped to build the confidence but it was also having someone there for me to be like this is what I'm thinking can you help me try and get it on paper or does this make sense like I know you don't do sports but I would explain it in like a simpler version which also really helped to make sure I knew the information because I always say when you repeat the information you have given you have given you know you've understood it if you can repeat it back to someone so I was repeating all of this stuff too and she was blessed she was learning something new every single time we met up but it made me know that I know what I'm talking about but yeah she was really helpful she helped me with like the cohesion of it all because I'm very stop start that should be here that should be there and she just oh, she was amazing she just made it make sense and you know what it was a journey she had never worked with someone who was dyslexic before so I also had the the help from getting um, support with how to write assignments better and making it flow but then I was also helping her with how do you work with this how do you work with a dyslexic person granted I always say no dyslexic no dyslexic people are the exact same but we all have traits like if you've worked with one of us you get the vibe kind of thing and yeah it was a really it was a journey for both of us to be honest and I feel like it made the tuition tuition tuitioning really fun because we was learning off each other and she she was so helpful and she really I'm really thankful that I actually was given that support in university to have someone to sit down and just help me with the assignments because it just wasn't for me um, so yeah, the practical side was just amazing. Um, it was hands-on, it was, as a sports therapist, it's all about how do you assess someone when you find in certain anatomical structures, how does the body move, and like I said, it's being so hands-on and dyslexic, I would think of different ways to help me remember things. So, perfect example of how I would remember stuff. You've got your thumb, or you've got your hand, and this region here is called the hypothena region. And I remember we was getting told this in uni and I was like, it looks a little bit like a chicken drumstick because I must have been hungry. But like I thought outside the box, I was like, okay, to me that looks like a ch chicken drumstick. So I remember just openly saying it in class because I'm the type of person where it just comes out. If you want to laugh at me, you laugh at me. I do not care. Um, but everyone remembered it as the chicken drumstick hypothena region. And it was super helpful, not just for me, but for so many people in the class. And I started to learn my little tips and tricks on how to survive university i know that's a really deep way of saying it but it's not easy when i was basically i had this group of girls who were amazing but they are so academically talented they were practically talented as well but being with some like people who are so academic it can be difficult because i would look at myself and be like girl we sat together we did all not the research together but we would bounce ideas yeah i'm still so far behind in the written but they motivated me to carry on, they helped me to get stronger, and they did help make things make sense sometimes. And that's one thing I would give advice to, like, no matter whether you're dyslexic or not, if you are going to uni, get that small group of people who you can really work with, you vibe with, and you do commit to study sessions. So the perfect example, as it's very practical, um, we would have assessments, or you'd have practical assessments where you would um, look at a region, what injuries can come, look at the movements, 
And the way we would do it is we'd literally play it out. One person would be the model, one would be the therapist, and one would be the like examiner. And we'd do that over and over and over again. And for a dyslexic person who works like that, where you see it and you do it, this was amazing for me. Like It made things click. Uh, fun story, I actually bought a life-size skeleton, which is still in my mum's balcony to this day, just living its best life. I did that because that was the best way for me to learn all the anatomical positions. I couldn't just look in a textbook and be like, oh cool, yeah, that's the, that's this, that's that. That didn't work for me. I had to do it how I did it in uni, which was these big old skeletons. I needed to move the limbs around. I actually got tape. So if you're a sports, um, a sports student, I would truly invest in a skeleton. I know it sounds silly, but I would get the skeleton, I got my tape, and I put it from where the muscle's origin is into its incision. I would write stuff on it, and it was so helpful to physically see how the skeleton moved. And again, being dyslexic and being someone who has to do things hands-on, that skeleton was a lifeline. Like It was so amazing that I was able to figure out a way of doing it. And I remember when I said it to all like my fellow students and whatnot, it was like, girl, you really bought a skeleton? I'm like, yes, I did. And it meant my autonomy, <laughs> my, um, oh my gosh, another moment, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anatomy. My anatomy was really good in the end because of how I studied for it. And I think that's the way you go about it. You learn what works for you. I sat down with all my lecturers um, and basically said to them, I'm dyslexic. This is what I know of it. I wasn't, I was nowhere near like in the loop as I am now as what I was back then. And I did say to them, well, the best way I learn is on green paper. And I remember one of the lecturers, bless him, printed everything off in green paper for everyone. And it was such a sweet moment because he didn't have to. And I says, oh, next time you can just do it for me. I don't want to put anyone else off. But it was really nice that he was willing to go the extra mile. And it was quite um, interesting because I had some students saying, oh, it's quite soothing actually. And I'm like, each to their own, it kind of just works. But I really appreciated that. And it, it's what made uni work for me. I was open with my lecturers. Granted, I do know disclosing dyslexia is not easy, depending on where you are in life, whether you've accepted it yet, whether you even know. Because most people, there's so many undiagnosed people. And we've had this discussion before, but university is where the light gets shed on it. Like a lot more diagnoses come from university. But because I knew I was dyslexic and I had this conversation with my lecturers, I let them know what works for me and a bit more into me. I'm a very chatty person, as most people can tell. And I was the same in uni. I'd put my hand up even if the answer was wrong. I just wanted to be involved. If I'm not involved and I'm very like zoned out, which can happen, something's not right. It's probably not sitting in, but I just don't know how to express to you it's not sitting in. I couldn't always just put my hands up and say I don't get it. Sometimes I could, but there was days where if I just wasn't in it and I couldn't focus and it was making no sense, I can really withdraw from the class and it's very obvious to tell when probably one of your louder students is not putting her hand up every so often asking questions. And we discovered this through uni, so it's actually really helpful because not even in work, if I don't get something and I like truly do not get it, I'm so withdrawn and my boss now knows, okay, Zoe, are you with me? Do you want me to explain it again? I'm like, oh yeah, can you? Um, and I actually learned that through uni. That was one thing that I actually 
I'm really thankful for uni. I've learned a bit more of how I understand things because uni is stressful. Like, there's no way about it. It is stressful and it's learning what you can do to get better at it. And like I said, I'm just so thankful that my degree was so practical because that practicality of it all really let it sink in. And I had an amazing network of people around me. And um, again, they didn't quite know what dyslexia was, but they were still there, they were still working with me and working to my stress, like helping me with things like, I said to them, I'm practical, so is there any way we can have a practical element to it? And I just remember like, just thinking up of the most randomest things that helped me to remember. And when I would tell my friends, like, oh, that works, like, I can't remember because of that. So it was really good and I had some amazing experiences whilst doing sport, I've always said, sport was an outlet for me and I still did sports during uni. Um, I played netball and the more I started to learn about dyslexia, the more I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because sometimes it's just, I just like, not even coordination, like my coordination was fine, but it was processing things. Like I'd just be a bit slow sometimes and it makes sense now because not even sport related, but if I'm having a conversation, sometimes I'm like, oh, can you repeat that? And then whilst they're halfway repeating it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll come up with the answer. Not like being rude to cut them up, but I remember, or I've now processed what it is that I wanted to say. I actually discovered when I was playing netball, sometimes I was just a little bit slow to things, whether it was like, I would mark my person, I was on that person, but just sometimes in team talking, they're talking about things because there's so much happening and I was so like overstimulated. These team talks just went straight over my head and I would get on the I'd get on the call and a couple minutes after I'd be like, Oh, what did Captain say? Like I can't remember. And people would look at me like, You were literally in the conversation. I'm like, mm, I don't know, it just went straight over my head and it's it's interesting. University is definitely it's a place where you develop and it's a place where you learn a lot about yourself. And I've always said, because I work with young people. You don't have to go to university. If you can get to where you need to get to um, through different work experiences or traineeships or apprenticeships, then go that route. Like I'm such a practical person that might have worked better for me, but in the sports industry, it's a bit different. So you do have to go for university. Like I said, the upside for me is my university degree was just so hands-on. And I, I really enjoyed it because it was a passion of mine. I enjoyed to do the hands-on. It meant even though my written work wasn't great and I must have cried my little heart out at university because I was never, truly never happy with any of the written scores I got. And it kind of sucks knowing that that brought my grade down so much, but at the same time to achieve going through university as a dyslexic person, knowing that they were dyslexic but not truly knowing everything is an accomplishment in and of itself because uni on a good day, is not, it's not easy uni with so many different not issues but so many different barriers is 10 times more difficult but i really enjoyed it from going back to the practical side of it when i did placement i did placement at a really good football club and everything is just on the go you're learning on the go and i loved it that that learning style is just so it just matches me amazingly and i love it i love to just learn as i'm going and sports let me do that like luckily for me my work also lets me work on like learn on the job as well but 
my placement was a great time for me to actually put into practice but also learn from other people I was learning different ways to assess I had an amazing tutor who was a sports therapy graduate but also was doing their physiotherapy masters so they were giving me loads of different more information and it's just actually being able to do it practically just made so much more sense to me and like I said being dyslexic it was just the perfect thing so even though university is difficult it's stressful and for me who written isn't my strong point I had some really low low times where I would compare myself to my friends I just compare myself to everything and anything at that point but it also made me learn about myself I met amazing people but also I felt confident at the end of it I was like I as a dyslexic person went through three years of stress got um, got my degree and I was happy I was actually like doing what I preached and it's an achievement that I'm always gonna hold because I know it's difficult so I'd always say don't stop yourself going if you're dyslexic. There is support. University in terms of educational systems is where you will definitely get the most support. So if you are at university and you're dyslexic or have a neurodivergency, or, it, or if you're a neurodivergent person, or you're thinking of it, definitely look into the disabled student allowance if you haven't already, because it can be very helpful. Sometimes it takes a while, it's a process, but it's definitely helpful. Like I said, it gave me my printer, the software, how to use the software there was this woman and she taught me and talked me through it it's definitely a resource that you should use because it will make it easier if you do get tuition please take i know two hours of tuition is never fun but it makes the difference because i'm hand on heart if i didn't get that support i probably could have dropped out of uni because it did get hard at times i was like it's not making sense why can't i do it i can say it but i can't write it and I'd have these, I had these conversations with my lecturers and they were just super supportive because they knew where I was coming from because I told them from the get-go, this is who I am, this is how I work. And I just couldn't get why in here it makes sense, but writing it never did. So I'm not saying all dyslexics go and find a practical course. That could just be me where I like that practicality of things, but I would never not go. Like if you're a dyslexic person now, you're sitting there and you're thinking, I kind of want to go to uni but I'm dyslexic so should I? Hell yes, there's so much, there's so much, there we go, support out there and there's loads of us that have done it, you can always contact someone and just be like, listen, I'm at uni, struggling a little bit, have you got any tips? Because everyone devises their own tips, like I'm a sucker for routines, so I kept it the same routine all the time because that just helped me. I printed everything out on green paper. I requested all the powerpoints beforehand so I could the night before or a couple of days before go through what the slides are so I'm at least aware because for me it's that processing when I'm watching and looking at powerpoint for the first time straight away I'm like oh it's gone over my head I need to process it so I would ask for everything in advance which they did comply and I was like yeah of course it's pretty much already there they'd send it over and I attended majority of the like extra sessions just because I just need that extra extra bit of support, extra bit of push, but I'll tell you what, it was more so just to talk. Um, sports, I think people don't always see how communicative, is communicative even a word? How much communication goes into sports? Like I would, I felt like a therapist sometimes, but you talk to your clients or patients 
and that communication of sports like if I'm talking to a team and I'm setting them a plan how do you go about it if I'm talking to a client how do you deal with it there's so many different clients different age ranges different life experiences and communication is so key in sports but I feel like that's that's a skill just doing sports has given me I thrive in communication because of just feeling so confident when I'm talking about sports because I enjoy it I have passion for it and yeah that was a bit of a tangent and I can't quite remember what I was saying before that but I just really think if you're someone who is on the borderline and you're not too sure if uni is for you look into it speak to people speak to other dyslexic people find out if, if there's anyone in our network or community who did a similar course to you so they can give you advice and that is what I was saying different tips and tricks uh, we love a full circle moment um, so yeah asking for you just love it I love when this happens like sometimes it's a bit embarrassing when I go on little tangents but that just makes me me it's a part of my little dyslexic trait and you know what we roll with it um, and I've always said when I'm doing these videos I'm never going to stop it because I don't like something like at the very beginning I made a mistake and I'm like great Zoe but I want to be raw I want to be honest I want you to see what it's like like it's late I'm not feeling 100% today so you are going to see me little, my little slips here and there but it's life this is what I want to show for any dyslexics out there that may come across my page and think oh yeah she's got her stuff together it's always neat and clean no life is not like that and I'm here to just be my honest and raw self so circling back university if you do it great amazing if you don't no stress there's so many different options and opportunities for you to do but never feel like you can't do it because of your dyslexia I'm not saying it's going to be roses and daisies it's not going to be easy but there's support out there there's people out there and challenge yourself and never feel like you're a failure if you now don't do what you studied or if you don't complete uni because even just doing one year of uni the skills that you gain you might not see there and then but those soft skills that you gain will take you very far like I've mentioned communication massive in sports but it's massive in everyday life you need to know how to communicate with people and you gain so many different skills even social skills there's so many different people different characters people from other backgrounds and religions from university you naturally become more aware to things more social and you can learn on you learn a lot about yourself so that was my video today i hope everyone enjoyed it a little bit of a ramble but you know what like i says raw and honest me here to just show what it's like being dyslexic on good days bad days in between days i am taking a break which i'm looking forward to my next video will be in two weeks time i probably will do another video before the new year's because uh, i enjoy i enjoy getting on here and just talking and being open and honest um so yeah thank you so much and have an amazing christmas or just an amazing holiday and i will see you after christmas thank you so much for always just hopping on listening to me ramble and i really do hope it truly helps someone out there and feel free if there's anything i've said that you wanted to know more of or if you just want to talk because your girl can talk for england i'm always here if you just want to just get something off your chest or even just know a bit more about dyslexia it's a journey i'm still learning so i'm not an expert but i like to think just some of this lived experience can help someone out there so officially now goodbye and have an amazing evening